Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. All right, hit that button. For fans, by fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, Pod 229, the Orioles are in the middle of a West Coast trip, which means all of us are short on sleep. But sleep or no sleep, we're going to break down the West Coast trip and discuss what the Orioles need to do to stay in the wild card hunt. Also, we will discuss players' weekend uniforms because Josh says we have to. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Section336.com up birds, be ready to ride. Your host, Max Josh Bird, are ready to fly. Baltimore's best, section 336. The number one sports broadcast gets you fixed. What's the news? Let's talk about Buck, our favorite Orioles. What's the latest lineup? Home runs and stolen bases. This is a trip. Stay tuned in at 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I'm your dearly stuttering host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Soroka. Try, trying to go a little out of order? Yeah. Can't, and, can't wait for this show. Yeah. Last week, you guys were bashing on me uh, for being positive about the Orioles. I thought you were a little, a little distracted, Josh. So I wanted to jump on you there. No, I was I was going to Twitter to tell people we're live because I've been running around like crazy getting things set up. I haven't had time to let people know that we're live. And we're also joined by the Zany Burt Rowdy back in studio. Back in studio. I was just uh, looking at my calendar. I haven't been here since June 11th. Yeah. It's been a long time. Uh, somebody's been keeping my seat warm. Yeah. Well, that we've, had, some, we've had a few people. Somebody's been passing gas in this mm. seat. Bert doesn't get any music. Guess who's back? Back, back. again. <laughs> and speaking of uh, back, we're also uh, joined by the intern. Bert comes back. The intern comes back, too. Hi, intern. We go hand in hand. Hey, what's up? Yeah, the intern's back. And, and we do go hand in hand everywhere we go. Yeah, that's adorable. I know. <laughs> I saw you guys walking up hand in hand. So he'll be here with some corrections for Josh and some... Uh, Fun facts, I'm sure. Clarifications. Yeah, clarifications for An- Bert, corrections for Josh. Analyses. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just to remind you, you can join us every Monday night at 7.30 on Facebook. Sometimes <laughs> the schedule gets a little wonky, though. That's why you <laughs> need to follow us on Twitter at Section336. Show. Or, or, mm. Yeah, I just plugged my own <laughs> Twitter account. I miss that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Section336Show or on Instagram, Section336Show to uh, stay up to date with when we'll be recording. Next week, we'll be live on Facebook on Tuesday at 7.30. Case in point. (laughs) We're not on Monday next week. Tuesday, 7.30. Which which Twitter account do I check in to see what Oriole shirt you guys will be wearing? What are you talking about? When? Uh, Before we do the show. Remember, Matt and I had a little issue. We were wearing the same shirt. I had to go change. That was kind of awkward. Yeah, and this isn't even like a, I don't know, like a Manny Machado (laughs) jersey. It's a... 
It's one of those. It's that a, was the Memorial, Memorial Day, Day giveaway. giveaway. Right. Yeah. It's, it was the I'm not going anywhere today. I'll put on this one because yes. no one wears this out of the house. Yeah, I, I wear it out of the house. I cut the sleeves off of that shirt that I got on Memorial Day, and I wore it on Fourth of July. And there was a gun show, huh? Apparently, yeah. It was, yeah. Showing those guns off. That's right. Well, you know, in my neighborhood, it's Fourth of July every weekend. Why is that? We got an annoying neighbor who shoots fireworks off his deck every Friday, Saturday, Sunday since the first of July. He's done it. Oh, that's awesome! No, it's every so annoying. Fourth of July. He loves his country. Every man. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, around ten o'clock, and he doesn't. I think maybe a little, a uh, little drinking beforehand because the the. Fireworks do not go straight up in the air. <laughs> they come about five feet above my house. Is there, uh, is there hooting and hollering involved? A little bit. There's a little <laughs> bit. But it's every weekend, nonstop. I, I like this shirt because most of the Oral Giveaway shirts are all orange. This is one of the rare non-orange Oral shirts. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. I would like some more white and black. I think uh, white and black. They, yeah. they, did a, uh, they did a grayscale hat giveaway this year. Okay. Yeah, that was new. Yeah. Uh, while we're talking about uniforms, let's just get this misery over with. Um, this weekend, no, not this weekend. It's in like two weeks. In August two weeks, uh, 25th they, to 27th. They announced well, it so they can start selling the merch. While so, the Orioles are in Boston. Oh, really? It's not even a it's home? It's not even a home game, no. Uh, they'll be at Boston. And they get to put their nicknames on their jerseys. Yeah, they're wearing alternate jerseys and alternate caps. And what's the deal? The, the jerseys are supposed to... Uh, replicate like a little league style jersey like with the pullover yeah, and yeah. the colored it's sleeves. It's supposed to be more little league-ish and the, that's why the nicknames are like when you were a kid and had nicknames. So, And that's the thing too that they're allowing the players to put their nicknames on the back of the jersey. And my question is who came up with these stupid nicknames? Because by my but count do I, only, you have a favorite? The, the players, I only see about three of them that actually fit. The players came up with their own nicknames. I like the Darren O'Day nickname because he didn't have a nickname, so he went with like his family name. So I thought that was neat. Plus, I, I think the uniforms look cool. They're yeah, they're they're different. I'm they're definitely cool. tempted to buy an all an all orange hat like that. Yeah, I I but it missed opportunities here, right? Like everyone knows Trey Mancini's boom boom. Correct. I, yeah, I thought get that on was... the back of a jersey's Trey. Right. right. Or like um, everyone knows that. Uh, uh, Seth Smith is dad, but on the, on the back of the jersey <laughs> is Smith. Because here's the, the problem. The only one who got it is like Wellington Castillo with beef or Ryan Flaherty with Flash. Flash, yeah. Yeah, they got right. it, but most of them missed the missed opportunity Cause, here. Cause Chris Davis is crush. Here's the problem. You, yeah, uh, yeah, you asked, you left it up to the players. I mean, why is you Trumbo know, what's the not tromboner? <laughs> right. <laughs> you left it up to the players. And what's the worst thing is you never give yourself a nickname. Yeah. So you can't be go to a player and say, "Hey, what's your nickname?" Uh, you gotta get you gotta put that up to the fans and let the fans vote and let the fans submit, or even somehow they need to get the fans involved so that we can come up with the nicknames. What's the yeah, sig- there's what's too the- many people with their own just names on the back, like right. Castro and Bundy and Miley. There's just their names. You right. know, maybe next week we should fix this. And and before before that series, what it should say on the back of the jerseys? What's the significance of Adam Jones Papo, Papo? It's I think it's another family thing. Yeah. Because right, we all know it should say captain. So these guys actually took what their nicknames were when they were little leaguers, possibly. I don't think so. I don't I don't know. Um, how concerned are you? I like this. The, my favorite one is how concerned. 
concerned are you with uh, Manny Machado being Mr. Miami? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a mini That's, freak out in Baltimore. Well, uh, I mean, when the when the Marlins were just <laughs> so sold this weekend, ridiculous. and yeah, yeah. What what other player on our team could have like New York, New York, or I love New York? Right, on the right. Back of his Mr. New York. <laughs> right, you don't. Right, Bryce Harper is that what he is wearing, Mr. New York? <laughs> and you guys got to help me with some of this. I think I. I just I don't. Some of it goes over my head. Bert, you might be the guy to ask about this. Okay. Uh, Tim Beckham, um, ho- future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, his nickname is Swaggy T. Yeah. Uh, do we know uh, what's is the, the the Swaggy? I get T for Tim. Is that right? Swaggy because yeah. he's uh, Swaggy. It's got some swag to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. I don't know. If, are there any rappers named like Swaggy T? Maybe this is this is a question for the intern. Yeah. Is Swaggy T a thing, intern? I mean, there's a basketball, <laughs> there's a basketball player, uh, Nick Young, who goes by Swaggy P. Swaggy P. So maybe is he a fan of Swaggy P and going with Swaggy T? Yeah, maybe. Sports Illustrated broke down some of the best nicknames uh, in baseball for this weekend. Okay, yeah. They gave Popo for Adam Jones number eight. He said, "I don't know the story behind it, but it's a cool name that I say Popo." <laughs> so, but there are some fun ones like Josh Donaldson is the bringer of rain. Right, and that's that his Twitter works, handle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cespedes is la potencia, which means the power in Spanish. Uh-huh. So okay. that, that's okay. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cal, Cal, Max Power. Cal Seeger, his jersey says Corey's brother. Okay, I like that. I like that yeah, one a that's lot. That's cute. That's cute. Uh, Aaron Judge, all rise. So that's playing into the whole Yankee hype of the Judge. So if stuff. I. If uh, Corey Matthews was a baseball player, his jersey would say Fred's brother. Uh, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, but I think because it's Fred Sal. No, I, I, I get, get the it. connection. Yeah, yeah. I, but I think you set it up as Corey Matthews, so it would be Eric's brother. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we should do a whole thing where we take television characters <laughs> and decide what jersey nicknames <laughs> they should have. Yeah, but he was a Phillies fan too. I can make Corey that Matthews being from Philadelphia, week. so I don't know if there was it'd be a Philly connection as well. Bryce Harper is. Big kid, big kid with a hurt knee. Though in my, one of my favorite Boy Meets ep- uh, Boy Meets Road episode, Jim Abbott was on there, and all the kids yeah, right, come Jim running Abbott. to get their baseball signed by Jim Abbott. Right, and then Minkus runs in there a little bit late, and he's holding a big basketball. He's like, "Oh shoot, I got the wrong sport." <laughs> oh, I, Minkus! Minkus! Oh man! Mike Trout is kid, kid with five eyes. Okay, so you read one of them, and then I'll read one of the Orioles ones. All right. Donnie Hartz is Hart. <laughs> no, it's just H-A-R-T. Carlos yeah, H-A-R-T. Mar- Carlos Martinez, Tsunami. I like that. Richard Blyer, Blyer. <laughs> Hunter Pence. Why did I pick this one? I can't pronounce it. Wawindigi. Wawindigi. Uh, what's the significance? Swahili for Hunters. Oh, oh I know that, Matt. Swahili connection. I love See, that. See, he did a little bit of work. Mine yeah. is Jumbo. Jumbo, everyone. <laughs> uh, okay, go, go, going back to the Orioles. J.J. Uh, Hardy is J.J. <laughs> uh, Chris, I have a, a team of a bunch of boring guys. <laughs> did he at least space the J's out real far? No, they're right next to each other. <laughs> uh, Chris Sales is Stickman. I believe it's just Chris Sale. Did I say sales? Yes. All right. I All right, thought hey, it would be ripper of jerseys. What's the deal here with the starting pitchers? We got Tilly, Gossy, Helly, Miley, and Bundy. Oh, I didn't pick that up. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. that's a theming thing they have yeah. with each other. What did, yeah. what did Zach Britton go with? Brit. 
Brit. Yeah. Not even Great Britain. No, just Brit. Or, or Britty. Britty. And like Joey Rickard, Joey. Joey. Like the people who try to be clever, there's so many people who just put their first name as their nickname. Not to be confused with the short-lived NBC spinoff of Friends. Like, oh, or, or it's Blossom. like <laughs> two, two different shows you guys going with. <laughs> it's like, it's like they literally go by the nickname people call them. Oh, well, everyone calls me Trey. Yeah, because it's your name. Yeah. See, if Joey Rickard was creative, he should just have. Whoa! Yeah, on the back of his jersey. Yeah, we could do a much and better job than they would did. Would love that. They'd be like, "Oh, I get it, because he's Joey." Yeah. Can we just put? Can the- we get customized uh, nickname jerseys? Yeah. Or the Joey Ricker one should just say, "How you doing, Joey?" Yeah. No, I got yeah, it. We got, got it. it. We got it. We got <laughs> it. Nothing, man. Come on. <laughs> the listeners are cracking up. I know it. It's jo- almost like, like 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 there could be there should be an entire podcast dedicated to making nicknames. <laughs> Well, that's like what this show's episode. Turn, yeah, that's what this show is going to turn into once the Orioles season continues going down the toilet. By the way, a shout out to the uh, I don't know defunct are they coming back Baltimoreans uh, who always comes out with a year a yearly nickname. Right, we'll see you and next audit, year. And 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 you, I think we should just have the Baltimoreans be in charge of the nicknames. Like the that's Orioles true. should just hire the Baltimoreans to book nicknames it's, on their jerseys. That's been there. So sometimes they get a bit obscure. So let's keep it uh, mainstream people. Right, but like uh, Brad Brock, I believe their nickname is Chicken. Yeah, and I would love Why to see that? Brad Brock, because Brock kind of sounds like a chicken noise. But Brock, uh, <laughs> that's so, good. I like so that. I would good, like yeah. I would like chicken on the back of his jersey. Yeah, yeah. Here, some of the guys did think it out, like the examples I gave. And Toki Two is Joey Votto, because Toki is Korean for rabbit, which is the nickname of Shin Shitsu Chu. So he goes with Toki Two. Yeah. So I like that guys got creative. Yeah. Unfortunately, no, no one in Baltimore. Yeah. I don't want any facts to back this up, but according to the chat room, uh, Swaggy T is an actual rapper, a kid rapper. Okay. So not sure. I'm not up on my is, kid. Ever since uh, Chris Cross fell apart, I've, <laughs> I haven't been up on my kid rappers. Yeah. It's not. Swaggy T is not also. It's not. That's not. Tim Beckham, he's not a rapper, is he? Is he is he that child rapper? Is that oh, actually maybe. Tim Beckham? Yeah, maybe he's came up with like uh, Lil Bow Wow and all them. Yeah. I don't know. What, on that one day that he didn't get a hit. Yeah, how about his his nickname should be MVP because he's really the only player uh, keeping this team alive. Well, that's not entirely true. I know. Yeah. I'm, being, I'm being but, facetious. But, he, but but he's been fantastic. But he, for a guy that we didn't expect anything of, if you want to talk real baseball, <laughs> he's been fun to watch. What show are you listening to? You guys want to know the stats for Tim Beckham? I just love re- I just love to to read his stats. He's, e- even after he's, going over, is he still over? He's still over five hundred, right? No, 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 no. no. Uh, he's, he's only about four ninety one. Oh, stupid! He's still uh, got the on base percentage over five hundred. That's terrible. But in thirteen games, in thirteen games, he has twenty six hits, averaging two hits a game. That's crazy. And that includes seven doubles, two triples, and three dongs. I mean, he's been, and I, I think rightly so, he's been moved to the to the leadoff spot. But he's just been incredible. He's just been incredible. He's batting 292 this year overall. When we signed him, he's bat- he was batting 259. So, yeah. so just with us, his average has jumped up over 30 points. It's, wow. it's been a hot streak. Like like we see people go on hot streaks all the time. This has been a hot streak like like you've never seen before. No, it's well, been amazing. We always talk about how people need to change the scenery like out of Baltimore. Yeah. And apparently it works the other way too. Yeah. Sure. How mad would you be as a Rays fan? Like seeing Tim Beckham play this way. Oh, and, and, and meanwhile, you can't find a second baseman. Yeah, like they could use a middle infield right, right sure. now. And, uh, and, and, and it's going to be interesting to see, right, if we go back to at the end of the year, we got a lot of games against Tampa, both in the playoff hunt. 
it'd be interesting to see those games against Tampa because both the new pitcher we acquired, Hellickson, former Miami guy. I know I know we we got him from Philly, but before that he was with. I did say Miami he was with T- Tampa Bay before that. Yeah, t- that's where he was good. T- Tim Beckham too, a guy from Tampa Bay. So those two guys are going to be key. Uh, in the series that we have coming up against Tampa Bay, so it's gonna be—it's just a lot of interesting stuff. Going to be fun to watch. So not, we can not, do what not Parker to, Bridwell does to us. Uh, we we can rub it in your face that we got one of your guys for for nothing. Yeah, except I think don't I the don't, Angels have Parker Bridwell locked up for a while now. Parker and, Bridwell, and, so we, and we have Tim Beckham locked up for a while. Yeah, oh, that's do. right. I'm thinking of Jeremy Hellickson. But Parker Who quickly Bridwell's, came back down to earth. Not that <laughs> he had one bad. He had in one it. bad in, in it. Parker Bridwell's not that. Still not that great. He was good. He's not. He's not a guy we need to worry about. As uh, turning the Jake Arrieta and winning a Cy Young, and then being crap. What's Jake Arrieta done this year? Hey, he's what good. did he do last year? He would be he one of our the best Cy pitchers. Young Award. Yeah, last year. This year hasn't been as good, but he'd still be our best pitcher. When's the last time an Oriole won the Cy Young Award? Uh, probably Jim Palmer, right? Yeah, uh, Mike Messina. I don't think no, ever won. I think it. so. Nope. I think it's Eric Bedard didn't win it. Certainly. And the Cubs also won the World Series. Right. With Jake Arrieta. Right. So, yeah, but they also want trade, it with Pedro Strope. I would trade in a crappy year with Jake Arrieta for everything the Cubs are experiencing. Sure. And Jake Arrieta, uh, Jake Arrieta is also a free agent after this year. Yay. Dan Duquette, get on the phone. What's with the talk on. Who hangs up first? <laughs> what's with the talk of, <laughs> of the Orioles interested in bringing Miguel Gonzalez back? Yeah. Why would you do that? I looked, his numbers aren't any better than what we already got. Yeah. Why, is there, why does that even talk? Uh, shutting Dylan Bunny down? I don't know. I know that they never like to admit that that's going to happen. But if that happens, you're a pitcher short. Uh, well, unless you bring Tillman back out of the pen. Yeah, yeah. What's the deal with what's the deal with Chris Tillman? This is a guy on the final year of his deal. I can't figure it out. The best case scenario. What's the best case scenario for Chris Tillman right now? Like, if everything goes according to Buck Walter's perfect plan plan for Chris Tillman, what's the plan here? Starting he, right now. Yeah. At this point. In at the this season, point in the season. With the performance he's already had under yeah. his belt. Because I'm just I'm trying to figure out why you even keep this guy on the roster. You, you like Tillman. You like what he's given you for the years. Uh, so if he finds it, if he string yesterday, he looked pretty good coming out of the pen. He strings a few of those together for what two outs? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. But you, he builds on that. You see him as a long man coming out out of the pen, long man, and perform. You give him another shot to start, and then you sign him for one year, really cheap. For next year, I thought you were asking what's in it for him because this is his final year of his contract. Like, what's his best case scenario? Oh, I thought that was what I was listening to. I thought you meant for. The, I think his your, best. Your his, answer was what's good for the Orioles team, but Chris Tillman, the person, yeah, like this was his opportunity to have a great year and sign a big fat contract next year, right? Yeah, and he's totally crapped the bed, right? So, what's the best thing he can do now? He's not going to get a big contract. The best deal he can probably make is a one year deal with the Orioles. Why would he resign with the Orioles to to rebuild? It? Pitchers seem to get better when they leave the Orioles. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's true. But he needs why wouldn't he go to, to the National League where you always say it sucks and they do? It's easier to pitch there. Why not go to the National League for a one year deal I don't and, know if he and prove your worth? Because he likes it here. Because he likes the other pitchers. Is that what Manny because, Machado is going to resign to? Yeah. No, I'm just he saying for a one year deal, you, one year deal, people don't generally want a lot of change like that. So if he's comfortable here and he's proven that he can pitch well here, I would think that the best thing for him to do for his own career would be a one year deal here thinking that next year he gets out of it and and blows up big. All right. Let's 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 back up a little bit here. We've we've had a West Coast trip. Yes. Late nights. We're in the middle of it. Still yeah. still three more games. Uh it started with the Angels. Uh 
Uh, what we 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 took one out of three with with that series. Yeah, that's pathetic. And, and since then, that's pathetic. And since then, the Angels have been on fire. Well, they've won like seven in a row, uh, taking a hold of that wild card spot. Right. Yeah. Um. Then then we went to Oakland, and people said, "Okay, okay." The Angels. Were, I think the Angels and the Orioles are kind of on the same level as far as talent goes. They they were pretty even. Um. But the Athletics are a bad baseball a baseball team. They they they're a team that blo- that they had a couple decent pieces that have been traded away so there's really nothing left everyone is trying out for next year they have a guy on their team called boog powell yeah who is not fat or a first baseman no he's actually small and fast (laughs) uh but it's all guys who are just coming up to the majors um and and so you think this is a series that we can we can dominate though i i would caution that whenever you go to the west west coast it seems to be hard for players to adjust to west coast trips but at any rate, we took two out of four with 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 Oakland. So my question is, guys, how do we assess this this West Coast trip so far against the Angels, against Oakland? We've seen some good things offensively. We've seen some inconsistent things uh, pitching wise. How do we assess the 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 uh, trip so far, and what do you guys expect for the Mariners here uh, with the last leg of the West Coast trip? You can assess that it's only been seven. It's been seven games out of the ten game West Coast road trip, and we've gone three and four against the teams like the Angels and the, and the Athletics. And, and how do like, we feel about that? I feel like it, it's ridiculous. It's unacceptable. How are you going to split a four-game series against the Oakland A's? The only excuse you have is uh, that we were the road team and we had to go to Oakland. And I mean, that's no excuse. If you think you're better than Oakland Athletics, you got to at least take three or four. Splitting? Come on. And, and to build on that, it is we went to on this West Coast trip saying this would make or break the team. And instead, it's done what the Orioles have been doing since – uh, All Star break, playing uh, what is it? Five hundred ball, a little less than five hundred ball, not quite enough ball. Yeah, enough to just hang in there. Enough to get your hopes up, and then oh wait, we're we could be, we could pass the Rays, and then we lose. Oh look, we're only a game and a half out. We could get within half a game. We lose. Yeah, I mean it's it's enough to get your hopes up. Um, and I keep looking for this next step, and it seems like there's close losses. We lost two to three to L.A. That was a tough loss. It was a tough loss because that, that was, was also that, that the was Parker a, Bridwell game. It was, but it was it was Bridwell and Hellickson. Yeah, and Hellickson was pitching fine. Yeah, yeah, that's and a game you want to win, especially against Bridwell. Bridwell. We were getting guys on I base. Hate, I hate Parker Bridwell now. I just hate his face. I can't stand <laughs> him now because so, he embodies everything that's wrong with this organization. And every time I see him, I just don't think about. I think about everything that's wrong with with the Orioles, and it makes me so angry at Parker Bridwell. But you I'm look sure at, he's a nice kid. But you look him. at that game, and that was a game that the Orioles should have won. Yeah, it was a, it was a close game the whole game. The Orioles needed to win it and they didn't. And then you look at Oakland and to lose Friday night four five. I think with, that's that's with, the one I circle from this whole trip. That's the big game. That Friday, that's the game the Orioles always win. You you have right. Brock in there. He's a shutdown. That's a game you win. Yeah, and Brock gave up that home run. Yeah, that hurt. That hurt. It's late at night. We we're all up too late for that game anyway. Yeah. It just that's the stinger of the year. Yeah, and, and you switch that around. Then we took three, three, three out of four against Oakland. All of a sudden, you know, our series is we're above five hundred for the West right. Coast trip, and things look a little bit better. That one hurt. Right. So if we can now, we got to sweep Seattle. To we come don't back have to sweep to, anybody. We have to sweep Seattle no. to come to come back at five hundred on this road trip. No matter yes. how you do it, come the math back at five hundred as a team. We're still two games under five hundred. Right. Yeah. Right, but we've been under 500 for months. Yeah, that's why we're not making the playoffs. Sorry to tell you. We we still have a month and a half left of baseball. 
So everyone wants to and, blow up one series a month and a half. Pass. No, I mean if we can if we can come out of here at five hundred, I still feel pretty good. Ugh. If we if we get if we lose all three to Seattle, it's done. <laughs> I mean we that's just backing up way yeah. too far. And and Bert, I know you're quick to say that five hundred, you know, we're just average and we're not good enough to make the playoffs. Yeah. But I, I think the 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 second wild card spot is being held by the Los Angeles Angels right now, just three games above five hundred, and they're only right. three games above five hundred because they won six six in a row. Right. Last week they they were down where we are. Just right. a week ago just, they were well, they were in our position. When we were playing them, we passed them. Yes. And they were behind us for a day. Yes. And then they won six in a row. All of a sudden, there. If we win six in a row, we'll be sitting there at the. But this, what this about the team tells you we row. can win six in a row? What about the Angels says well, they can win six in a row? We won, I mean, we won five a few times. We won six in a. Uh, April. In April, yeah. I'm we just the, saying, we, we, we won. We had the best April we've had in 20 years, and we won, proceeded to fall off ever since then. We won five in a row two weeks ago. Yeah, and what have we done since? We've been below 500 since that one. They had that five game winning streak where we all got excited. We were all in the outer banks. They swept the Kansas City Royals in Baltimore, and then they haven't won a series since then. Yeah, but but I would argue there has been some positive that has continued the after start, the winning the streak. Start the starting pitching has continued. Um, it hasn't been as good as it was during the five-game winning streak when they didn't give up any runs. Right. But it still has been better than it was prior to that when they were giving up five runs in the first inning. Yep. If you look at the teams above us, you're right. There's Tampa Bay's above us. But Tampa Bay's a flawed team. Seattle's above us. Seattle's ab- above us who have been in a tailspin. They lost four in a row to the Angels. Well, that... Um, Kansas they, City, who we they have swept, injuries left and right. Is still Fe- above us. That's why this Felix series Hernandez is so big. Is, is, is hurt. Um, we have Kansas City, who was on fire, and then they met us, and we kind of destroyed them um, as part of our winning streak. Uh, and Minnesota the Twins. owns us this year, as they owned us last year. Yeah, yeah. Tw- the Twins are good. Um, but I'm, I'm just saying, it's everyone is is huddled around 500. Yeah. So if you're around 500. Yes, it's not great, but it's still if you're around 500, you're in the playoff hunt. If you're like, around 500, it's just enough to keep fans like fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean you but, can't. But the say. teams that make the wild card are are going to be you know in the in the mid to high 80s in the wins. They have to be. Do they? There's not going to be a team a team at 500 making the playoffs. No, the wild cards. You're gonna, I don't know. No, but you're if you get 85, 86 wins, sure. But that's we, only three get wins above 500. We have 58 wins right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't think there's enough games left to get there. I would argue and then you're not at the same time you, you can't say we're out of it, Bert, when we're two and a half games out of that wildcard spot. Two right. and a half games. But, but but two and a half games out when there's six other teams ahead of you. That means all like at least four of those teams are gonna have to crap the bed and you have to get to be fantastic. And, and someone is to play a couple games better than them. The odds are not, not crap the bed, a couple games better the than them. The odds are not in our favor. Okay. But if we talk next week after we win five out of our next seven, and we have the same conversation next week, it'll be a definitely be a different tone. Sure, it would. Right, if, if we win but, five out of the next seven, I'll eat my hat. Because two, right, two and a half. That just means you got to win three more games than those guys. Yeah. But I, I agree, it doesn't look good. Thank <laughs> you. I, I'm, I'm angry. No. I concede. Uh, it doesn't. I think the last I checked on fan graphs, it was something like a ten percent chance to make the playoffs. That high. That that sounds about right. Wow. Right. Yeah. 10%. Unless we're gonna. Right. We expected. Bigger things. If they think if they would have won those two close games in L.A. and Oakland, then we're looking at we're a half game out or yeah. whatever, and we're it's way different. I guess that, that yeah, might we're, even, we're sixty fifty eight and we're half game with, out. With yeah. that, you might even have the wild card because L.A. would have lost. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you you're might, right. You, you would yeah. have the wild card. Yeah, you would have. You're right. So that that's 
shows you how tight it is with all these teams. And there's going to be some separation over the next few weeks, you hope. Yeah. If not, if it can stay this tight, it'll be another one like a few years ago where it came down to 162 between like six teams. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, Come down that final that final week. Uh, that final day. It's gonna, and this is great for baseball. And I tell you what, uh, if you look at teams, look at all those teams. Only one of them, Minnesota, tried to get Jaime Garcia, but then traded Jaime Garcia. I think uh, Seattle got a couple guys at the trade deadline, but I think they have either sucked or have hurt, have been hurt since then. We're the only guy. We're the only team that really got significantly better at the trade deadline. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Everyone with else the has already and, and 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 Beckham. So I think that you know that's I mean if we do this if we somehow make the playoffs, uh, it's going to be in large part because of Jeremy Hellickson and, and Tim Beckham, and and I mean Dan Duquette is going to have to give some kind of credit here, right? Though again, it's it doesn't look good. How soon do they start mailing out uh, playoff ticket packages? Ooh, good uh, question. Next month probably, maybe a few weeks. I don't know. What scenario is it that they don't mail? Like, is there a cutoff where they do or don't mail them? If you're, if you once you're out of it, because they want to get your money like mathematically out yeah, of it. Yeah, because yeah, they want to get your money because that money guarantees tickets for next year. Hmm. I don't know. I I hope I'm wrong, but so this, I've been frustrated since mid-May. Yeah, that's fine. I I know, and a lot of Oral fans have. I mean, this team has. We had pretty good expectations co- coming into the season. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Or just with the way they started. Yeah, we're sixteen and nine. Yeah, in the month of April, and then every, I mean, you know, that's why you can't you can't take the first month of baseball seriously because it, you know, the wheels fall off. Yeah, I mean, one hundred sixty-two games. You're gonna find out who you are. Oh yeah, and we're mediocre at best. Yeah, we have above average offense. I think we have above average defense, and we have below average starting pitching. Since the All Star break, yeah, the Orioles. What do you think their record's been? Oh, I would say two games above five hundred. I would say below five hundred. Sixteen and twelve. Okay, four oh, games four above five hundred. Yeah. That shows the difference. That at All Star break, we were ready for the se- the season. We were had I think two episodes, so two weeks where we were packing it up for the next season and talking about trade in Britain, trade in Britain. up until the end of July. Yeah, there's no we're, point. We're saying, uh, so there's definitely been a change in the clubhouse. The uh, past three four weeks, yeah, yeah. We will, and we'll, and we'll see, and we'll see if the Orioles can. I mean, a- everything says the Orioles will will continue to be this this five hundred baseball team, uh, but it's going to take uh, them playing better than five hundred. Right. And to remember, make the so we'll all see. these t- bad, all these mediocre teams that we played in the West Coast, we get all of them at home next start next week. Yeah. yeah. So so if you take away that whole West Coast lag, you do bad when you travel. And put it our way. If the Orioles can string six, seven games together, there, it's a whole different conversation again. Yeah. The Orioles come back to Camden Yards on Friday night after these three games in Seattle. So Friday night, we got the Angels coming to town for three games, followed by Oakland for three games. Uh, the three of us will be back at Camden Yards on Saturday night. Did your mic just break? Yeah, it just went off. I don't know what happened. Yes, you were just commenting that we would be there on Saturday night. Hello, Saturday night, August nineteenth. Yet yeah, they're giving away. A little mini Camden Yards, which is always fun, but uh, but yeah, th- it's my first game back since early June. I haven't been at Camden Yards all summer since June, so I'm excited for that. And uh, yeah, I mean, shoot, they play a good three game series against Seattle. I'm back in. I'm excited to be back at Camden Yards. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Negativity is back in. We're uh, 
And on Monday, a, f- a family friend gave me and Laura tickets. My wife, we're going to be sitting right behind the Orioles dugout on Monday night when they play the Oakland Athletics. So I'm hey, I'm, lo- I'm lower level on Monday night, too. Yeah. We're li- I never sit down lower level. Living the high life in the lower bowl. Oh, you guys both in lower level on Monday. Just do the podcast from the lower level at Camden Yards. Yeah, that's why we're recording Tuesday, right? Next yeah. Week? yeah. Uh, next week's going to be interesting because you're going to have a couple guys also coming back off the DL. Uh, 60 day DL. Ryan Flaherty at some point will come back. Yeah. Um, you got it. Anthony Sant- Sant- Santander. Well, he's coming up Thursday, right? That's what, that's what I'm hearing. And I heard the same day possibly for Flaherty on Thursday as well. Uh, so the question is. How do you make room? Yeah. Gentry. Make room? Uh, Gentry oh, yeah. seems like the odd man out there. I mean, we have in the outfield, right, we're talking about the real outfielders. Gentry, Adam Jones, Joey Rickard, and Seth Smith. So in my eyes, it's got to be either Barring an injury, which sometimes pops right. up, uh-huh. a Joey Rickard or Craig Gentry, and it seems like Craig Gentry is the more expendable yeah, guy. Joey Rickard has he's he's played better this year. He seemed to be do, doing better defensively this year, and he's been playing pretty well recently. Is is JJ Hardy back up? Not yet. JJ Hardy, it looks like he will not be up until September, which makes that that helps a lot with keeping. Beckham on the team. I still don't understand. I'm still curious. Not. I don't. I'm curious to see what happens when Hardy comes back. Right. right? Does Hardy become the everyday guy, or does he yeah, become a, an old guy on the a bench? Hot bat. Exactly. But Beckham won't. I guarantee Beckham won't be hitting 490 when JJ comes back. So, no. so right. if he if he's only hitting 250 when he comes back, that makes it switch a little bit easier. Yeah. And does Beckham become kind of that second baseman one day, right. like give, up the next give day, DH a day the next off, day, yeah. give Manny a day off, get everyone ready for the postseason. Kind of a better, better Ron Flattery, uh, if you will. So which, which then asks, why does Ryan Flaherty come back? Who's the other infielder on the bench now then? Is it still Tejada? It's Tejada, yeah. So why wouldn't he go down when Flaherty comes back? Yeah, he I will. think that's the he obvious move. I forgot, I forgot Tejada was even on, on the bench. And there I think well, this seemed lacks left-handed hitters, so I think that's something in, in, his, yeah. in uh, Flaherty's favor is sure. left-handed. Yeah. Can uh, Chris Davis go to the DL? Yeah. Could that make some room? He's been that's been rough to watch, right? Yeah, he, he's one of the most frustrated players to ever watch. Even outside of the contract, like even if right. he's playing forget for the, free, the contract. <laughs> I, he's just really hard to watch. You, he's because he, he's so talented and he can hit the ball so hard and so lost at the plate. And sometimes so he'll lost. just sit there and look at balls right down the middle and then swinging at the ugliest pitches. Yeah. And like when he swings, it's not even a full. It's like a light swing. Like he he looks completely lost out there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sad. like he he guesses with pitches and he, yeah, yeah. It's 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 ugly to watch, and 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 this has been an extended like the whole year. I feel like it's been ugly. Where's the hot streak he goes on? Like I'm still waiting for that hot streak. Yeah, he's had like a game or two game streak, and then but he hasn't had an extended hot streak. So maybe he'll get. I don't know. He's not getting hot. Well, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. He's a he's a bum. <laughs> Sick of Chris Davis. I'm maybe, sick of Chris Davis. Right, friend of, of the show. Can we get him some Adderall? Yeah, get him some Adderall, steroids, whatever. I just want him hitting dongs again. Steroids won't help him, though, because he can't nah, even see the baseball. Nah, give him something to see the baseball. Give him glasses, nah. LASIK surgery or Well, something. that's what the Adderall was supposed to help with, his focus. Yeah. Terrible. It's, it's, been, it's been hard to watch. Yeah. Um, Santander's an interesting guy, though. He's been crushing in Bowie at Bowie. Yeah, he's been he's been doing really well down there. He's the rule that, five guy, right? Yes. Yeah. So he's a guy who you he'll he'll come up and sit on the bench, and you don't see him playing much, right? I mean, I know he's been doing well in Bowie, but you don't expect that to then transition to the majors. No, I I don't. And he's 
I mean, he's a prospect, right? Right. He's a guy we he's bringing up. He's coming up because he's a Rule Five guy, and we got we have to. Yeah, he's one of those. Just and, like we did with Jason Garcia a couple years ago. He only the highest level he's ever played in before this year is single A. So for Cleveland, he's the highest he played single A. He's twenty two, so he's a young kid. But right. he crushed even even last year in one hundred twenty eight games. He had twenty home runs. This year, he's only played in fifteen games. Already has. Um, 19 hits, five home runs, uh, five doubles. So it batting 380. Um, but he he's put up impressive offensive numbers. So he's a really interesting guy. Not this year, right? He'll be he'll be a bench guy this year. He's gonna be a bench guy at least till September, and then yeah. we can, then it's e- easier to hide him on the bench. Yeah, and I'm curious to see. I I've never watched him play in person, so I don't know what he is defensively. Um, but switch hitter guy with a lot of power. Does he have and speed? High, high on base percentage. Um. If he's got any, sp- we could use some speed for some. Uh, I don't know. Like last year, he had ten stolen bases. This year, he hasn't attempted any steals. I don't know. Um, but I, I was listening to uh, the Adam Pohl podcast, and Adam Pohl, Baltimore, Baltimore baseball, Baltimore baseball, who is a, a legitimate friend of the show. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> he'll be back here in the off season. He's so busy during the regular season. Yeah, and 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 he was talking about. He's saying this might be you know one of the best outfields. That Bowie, ba- the Bowie Bay Sox has, have have ever had. So they got Santander, DJ Stewart. San- they have four. Glenn Santander, Davis. DJ Stewart. Glenn Davis is not in that in that discussion. He's an outfielder. Uh, Cedric Mullins. Oh, I forgot about Mullins and Austin Hayes. And Austin Hayes, who's been crushed. Like that's four. Right. No, that's something to be. Ex- those are the guys to be excited about for the uh, yeah for the future. If you look at if you look at Bowie's numbers this year, and and they have me really optimistic about the future of this Orioles team. Um, in the Eastern League that they play in, the Bowie Bay Sox are first in batting average. They're first in on-base percentage. They're first in slugging. They're first, obviously, in OPS because they're first in all those other things. They're first in runs scored. The Bowie Bay Sox, we talk a lot about how the Orioles can't develop pitching, and it's true. There's no pitching guys coming. <laughs> but offensively, Austin Hayes specifically, but also some other guys like Cedric Mullins um, have – are having huge years. The Orioles will never, will, for the next seven years, the Orioles won't need to sign another outfielder. When Seth Smith leaves, we won't need to sign another outfielder. If Adam Jones eventually leaves or Trumbo eventually leaves, we won't need to sign the replacement. If you look, I was thinking about this the other day. Take the Orioles, every uh, position player on the team. Okay. The Orioles won't need to, for the, for the next three years, I don't see them ever needing to, to, to sign a free agent position player. How about a third baseman? No, I don't think so because I think uh, by that time, not not next year, but the year after, I think Ryan Mountcastle will be ready to take his spot. Okay, Ryan Mountcastle, who at all the right. age of twenty is playing with the Bay Sox now. Boom. All right, so wow. then, all right, so yeah. then you're hopeful for uh, the catchers coming up. Yeah, so, so Chance Disco is going to be coming right. up. Scope, you're keeping around. You're figuring he's sticking around a little bit longer. Yeah, he'll be around for a couple of years. Beckham's at short. Beckham's at short for a while. We're stuck with Davis. We're stuck with if, if Davis some, if Mancini. Davis hits a pothole. We got Mancini. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then the outfield, I just listed four studs, all who look like they could be future major league outfielders. Yeah. Too bad you're missing a big position. What's that? Pitcher. Yeah. Which means you can. Besides that Australian guy and Hunter Harvey, give me another guy down there. Well, I tell you, it says a lot about your organization when you just draft, they they drafted this kid named D.L. Hall. 
Yeah. And he immediately became our number one pitching prospect. <laughs> like the second we draft. This right. is how it works every time. That's embarrassing. It was the same with uh, Co- 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 Cody Sedlock last once year. Once they get into our organization, they go down. Exactly. The second we're drafted, they become our top pitcher prospect. Then you watch them pitch or they get hurt and they slowly drop down the board. We see it happen over and over again. So DL, DL Hall, enjoy being the top pitching prospect For until now. next year <laughs> right. when you regress or get hurt and there's a new number one pitching prospect. But all our top pitching prospects. The Akins, the the, the Ke- Keegan Akins, the Cody Sedlock, the DL Hall, they're all like single A guys. So they're all a couple years away. So you're saying the time start next year, buy the arms, grow everyone else. I, I'm saying you can focus. The Orioles should focus their money just on two on two areas: re-signing Manny. If you can't do that, fine. They should focus it all on starting pitching because that's all you need. This team is set at the position players for the next while. I agree. Yeah. Who's who is a legitimately good starting pitcher that they they would put the money out there? Yeah, for? Yeah, I know. Because because the problem is the good starting pitchers cost too much money. We're talking a uh, hundred million dollars, like for, stupid money. Yeah, stupid money. And then the next, the problem is the next tier are like the fifty million dollar guys, which are the Giovanni Gallardos and Ubaldo Jimenez. Right, which and, we're uh, facing Giovanni Gallardo tonight in yeah, Seattle. Yeah, we're going to score ten runs against him. I oh, love it. I love oh, it. He's oh, terrible. He's I'm sucks. glad you're optimistic. I'm putting it right now. I hope so. He he does not last through the fourth inning. I'll tell you right now, he doesn't. I bet he has a no hitter through five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he lasts through, through the fourth inning. But uh, yeah, that, the problem is, and we'll talk about this a lot in the off season. But you you have to figure out a way to sign two decent starting pitchers that are better than your Giovanni Gallardo's and Abado Jimenez's. But I, I don't know how you do it, but you have to. You just have to. Um, but the good news is the position players, I think, are taken care of so you can focus all your resources in the getting start and pitching. So, yeah, I'm saying what Josh said, the opposite of Andy McPhail. You've obviously shown you can grow the bats, so now let's buy some arms, even though they're <laughs> ridiculous expensive. <laughs> all right. That's, that's, that's is the expensive position on there. Yeah. How about transition outfielders to pitchers? Can we do that? We're working on it right now. Dario Alvarez, remember? But he I got. Thought we caught him. Well, after he had, after he had that Tommy Johnson. Right. Yeah, that didn't work. Uh, yeah, I think was there talk that we were going to re-sign him? Maybe I don't know. Right? But but we 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 tried it. I mean, we converted a shortstop, uh, Michael uh, Givens, to to not being a very good. Yeah, that worked. Yeah, that worked. No. Uh, we got some uh, some comments from from the chat room. Where where should we start here? Um, Spencer Scroggins says, hello from Norfolk Tides area. Love the bottom of Orioles. So shout out from Norfolk Tides. What's up, Spencer? Still haven't made it down there. I tried a couple weeks ago to see the Tides. Rain, and yeah, it rain rained. Way, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, game didn't rain out, but I didn't go anyway. Yeah. Too hard to predict the rain. Uh, let's see. What else have we got here in the chat room? Uh, I, I think uh, your dad was in there. He commented on okay, jinxing because I called the uh, Giovanni Gardo no-hitter, oh. so I'm jinxing it so that it won't happen. Oh, nice. Well done. And I, I just called him. He gave him up four round, he'll be out in the fourth inning, so he's, he'll be out in the third now. <laughs> All uh, right. Uh, Jacob says, we also got to beat the Angels in Baltimore. That's a huge series. Yeah. that yeah. When all these teams come back to Baltimore, it's going to be big. And, right. and, we'll, and we'll see. Like by then, the Angels could lose three in a row and and not be where they are sitting now. So it'll be it's way, just exciting. It'll be way better when Orioles Nation packs Camden Yards this weekend with the whole fifteen thousand series, and the place actually, will be going wild. Actually, this weekend will be pretty packed because it's a lot of giveaways this weekend <laughs> yeah, for the twenty fifth anniversary. I think Saturday might be a sellout with that little miniature it, Camden the, Yards. Yeah, does that that nice paperweight? Does that go to all fans? <laughs> 
Yes, all fans. All fans. Okay. Yep. I don't have to get there early. No, you don't have to get there early. All right. All right. And uh, next Tuesday is the big Game of Thrones night. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. They're giving away a T-shirt, but I think it's only like if you buy seats in a certain section. Oh, so not everybody gets it. No, even gets a shirt. No. Yeah, is that know. is that is you there? Pay, a... You pay more, you get a shirt, and you get to get your picture taken in the throne. Oh, what is this buoy? Yeah, it is. A, it, it seems it's, very it's a, it's a very minor leagueish. Yeah, especially with it like last minute being thrown together. They're they're all wearing Lannister banners but, over their but, jerseys. I, but we all like minor league giveaways. And if the Orioles have to do minor league giveaways to get people in the stadium, I'm all for it. Bring yes. on the monkey rodeo. I agree, and I would I would love some monkey rodeo, but I've never seen what's the the, the game of horns. I, I've never I'm not familiar with this show, but I don't think it's very. From what I've heard of the game of horns, it's not very family friendly. No, so I don't know why the Orioles are promoting no. such a unfamily right, friendly right. show. It's, it's the such biggest a show film. on television. Is it though? Regardless of it not being I family friendly, I don't. I don't know. About have that, you ever heard know. of the Bachelorette, Bert? That's. I think Game of Thrones is more family friendly than The Bachelorette. They kind of have some special. (laughs) Have you ever heard of the fantasy suite? (laughs) I rest my case. Uh But there's no fantasy suite on Game of Thrones. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but it's inhabited by a uh, a uh, a harem, if you will. (laughs) Oh my! That sounds worse. That sounds worse than than Bachelorette. It sounds like it's going to be a little different than the bubble cam for Game of Thrones night. Hey guys, do you get this breaking news? Who do you guys know which Oral player is breaking news? Which Oral na- player is retiring? Is going to re- retire at the end of the season? Former um, Oriole? Chris Davis. No, current Oral. Current Oral. Well, Chris Tillman. He's not Norfolk. No, uh, Pedro Alvarez. No, uh, Paul Yanish. Oh, I didn't know Paul Yanish still. Paul with a career, huh? Well, he's he's going to go. He took a accepted a coaching position at Rice uh, College, Rice University. Yeah. Rice College? Is it university. University? It's a university. Rice University? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The University of Rice, perhaps. Is it in yeah. San Francisco? No, it's in, no, it's in uh, Houston, it, right? It's in Texas. Yeah, they got grow, it, They grow rice. Rice-A-Roni is a San, San, Francisco, San Francisco treat. Ah, I, don't, I don't know if there's any connection with Rice-A-Roni. Uh, but anyway, uh, Paul Giannis, this is going to be his last year. So I, I hope he gets the call-up, uh, right? In September? Yeah. One, more, one more shot at the show? Yeah. So, so good for him. He's been around for a while. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> when we when he first came up or, or we first acquired him, we were all calling Paul Jan- Janish, Janish. Yeah, because that's what his jersey never heard says. Of the guy. Yeah. And guess what? If Janish outside, the Danish. Outside two of the Baltimore later, Orioles, no one in the world has ever heard of the guy. I was going to say two years later, and we still don't know much about him. No, I remember the first time we talked about him was that uh, was one of our shows that. Uh, Club 66. Club 66. There it is. Club 66. World famous historic Club 66 in Edgewood, Maryland. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bert, I see here on the show notes that you did a good job of typing up. You, yeah. got, you, got, you got some Ravens notes? Oh, yeah. You want to share some oh, Ravens thoughts they, with they, us? They signed a quarterback. I did all kinds of research. Uh, and, and the Ravens, hold on, breaking news. The Ravens beat the Washington Redskins week one <laughs> preseason 23-3. to Okay. Season. Now I was hanging out <laughs> with uh, the the in laws, and, and they're all Redskins fans. Yeah, and I myself and my wife, we talked about this earlier. I converted mm-hmm. my wife, so we're Ravens fans. Right, That's my good. my wife didn't. I don't think my wife even knew the game was on as it was going on. Um, did you guys? So I watched a little bit of it with the in laws. I watched a little bit of it too. Yeah, Josh, how much did you uh, do? How much did we watch of this game? The same amount I watched today. Okay. I didn't watch it. It's, it's week one of preseason football. What are you going to have you know to talk to Mr. Film Study about? I don't know. That starts like week three, I think. Uh, all right. Uh, you know what I did? I spent my day on Twitter telling people, no, 
football is not back. Whenever people tweeted, football is finally back, I would just reply with, no, it's practice. Josh, you are such a hater. <laughs> it's so you, stupid. Why get excited for practice? Okay, here's the guy who takes a, takes a trip to Florida almost every year to watch the Orioles. That's training. That's Hold practice. Now he's going to hate on the Ravens. His Twitter feed in February says baseball is back. Yeah, it's not. Of course This not. isn't really baseball, guys. Who, you want to know the difference? When you go watch baseball players play spring training games, the baseball players actually play. They play There's the guys first on inning. The field that I know. They play the first inning and then they're There's done. Some no, guy they play jerseys the ninety nine. It's not Aaron Judge. It's some random guy you've never yeah, heard like of, like a Trey Mancini. And again, especially if you go to the uh, away facility in Sarasota or, or Fort Myers, when wherever you go, you see a whole team of Paul Yanishes. Right, but I eventually see those guys get to the Orioles. When's the last time you saw a guy from practice squad make it up to the Ravens? I, I, I wish I had my, my scorebook from the games we see at the Fort Myers JetBlue Stadium to read the Orioles lineup that day to see how many guys have actually played for the major league team. I'm going to say not many. I'm going to say a higher percentage than played week one of preseason Ravens games. The, the starters were out there first quarter. And by the way, if you watch... Yeah, you got to see Ryan Mallett. Not first quarter, maybe the first three series. If you watch that, it was pretty, like, not only is it preseason football, it Half was speed. three and out, three and out, yeah, it was three boring. and out, three yeah, and out. It was, it was pretty ugly. And then finally, Justin Tucker hit a field goal. Yes! Yes! <laughs> and he loved it. You know what? Maybe they need to learn from baseball and do practice somewhere else. So make it like a trip, like spring training, summer, whatever you would call preseason football instead of spring training. Don't do it in Baltimore. Don't do it at your own facility. Go to Mexico and do it. Go somewhere where you want to grow baseball. Yeah, but then they football. can't sell tickets for it. And that leads me to another point. Yeah, but that's all, a ripoff. All last week, nothing but my Twitter and Facebook feeds right. were people trying to give away or sell their preseason tickets. Because guess what? Nobody goes. Nobody cares. And I couldn't tell if that was more so because it's preseason or more so of people just don't think the Ravens are going to be good this it, year. Because that's my boat. If you feel free to join me in my boat, it's I, two there's part. plenty of room. It's preseason, and it's the fact that the Redskins were there, so people thought that more people cared. Because every construction site I was on, was someone was saying, I got tickets. Who wants tickets? I got tickets for sale. Reds, you Redskin guy? You Ravens guy? It's because it was the two teams. And it's preseason football. Nobody cares. Well, the Ravens play at Miami this Nobody Thursday. Nobody cares except for Manny Machado, Mr. Miami. Mr. Miami himself. Josh, you're, you're getting pretty fired up about something no one cares about. Because <laughs> you guys started yelling Sounds at like me he about cares a lot. Training. I know. No, I really don't he care. He thinks he does protest too much. I, for, I even forgot the. He's right. just mad because you, you busted him on that uh, baseball is back tweet. You <laughs> I know, know. I know he did that's, that. That's <laughs> no busted. I'm sure I do that. That's way different than preseason football. He's a hypocrite. <laughs> I can't wait to tweet hockey is back. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, when's basketball back? <laughs> basketball is back, baby. Summer league does not count. It's not back, everybody. Uh-huh. Summer league basketball is not basketball. I'd it's rather, not back, everybody. You know what? I was, when we were <laughs> cool your jets, bro. And, and then he tweets out 124 days till spring training. Baseball is back. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Though Bert, Bert and I went to. 124 days to pitchers and catchers report. <laughs> I look out my window in the winter and just dream about when baseball comes back. Bert, Bert and I went to a bar while we were down in the Outer Banks, and you know what sport they were showing on the TVs in the bar? What? That was way more entertaining than preseason football? Drone racing. Drone racing. Drone racing. And it was more entertaining than preseason football. I I could I would agree with that, yeah. Okay, Josh. <laughs> they had Shark Week and drone racing so on this bar. What's more entertaining, Josh? Watching Ravens, Redskins preseason football or watching Michael Phelps race a shark? 
a CGI shark. Oh, What's see, more exciting? Now, now you're now you're putting up a tough call because you're doing a fake thing versus a fake thing. Yeah. Neither one of those are the real thing. Neither one of them are what they advertise. The Discovery Channel said Michael Phelps is racing a shark, and really he just swam in the water, and they put. Uh, finding Nemo next to him. <laughs> then you've got Ravens Redskins, and they say it's the Battle of the Beltway, a big match, and really they're just out there petting each other and tossing around a ball, playing keep away. So, yeah, they're both crap. You know what was real? <laughs> that man with no arm that was jumping in the sharks, tackling sharks during Shark Week. Oh, that guy was awesome. That's what's real. Give me some real people. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. Hey, All right. I don't want to get us too far off topic, but uh, it's, uh, it's too late. <laughs> a little too late for that. Purpose. Go ahead. <laughs> you I think it was somewhere around the Bachelorette uh, fantasy I, I, suite. I, I we, think we that's kind of where we're at with the yeah. baseball. Season. You, men- you mentioned somebody without an arm, Josh. Do any of your you got three kids, Matt? Your yeah, your they, son's probably still they all have arms. Least. But whenever we go out in public and see somebody who maybe has had an injury or, or an amputation, sure. And they're right. they're missing their arm from like the elbow down. Sure. Uh, my son Albert uh, is very quick to point it out vocally. Uh, hey, uh, that man doesn't have an arm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, we all see it. Uh, <laughs> he was. I was hanging out with him over a vacation. He's he's real into to, to to taking off his leg and wearing a pig leg. Yes, he's, he's real into that. He's real. Well, he has a pirate ship in the backyard now, so we're we're all about the pirates, and he's all about the pig leg. Uh, the the boy was born to lose a limb at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sincerely, sincerely hope that doesn't happen. But, yeah. You know, if it does, but, we'll, but we'll make the best of it. That, right. That's one way to prepare your kid. You're, you're well in advance on that. Well, it's like if you ever lose an eye, you look on the bright side of things uh, with one eye, obviously, looking at the bright side. But uh, you can now you can wear an eye patch all the time. And there's nothing cooler than wearing an eye patch. That's true. That's Just actually saying. true. There's nothing cooler. Yeah. Right Maybe eye. a pirate shirt. I had to order some glasses this weekend. I should have just got an eye patch. You should. Or two. What else we got? We covered the Ravens. I'm yeah. Pretty- <laughs> uh, the, the chat room, this guy mentions, do, do you guys think David Price is back on the market this offseason? I don't even know what that Facebook comment even means. Um, he's, he's, isn't, he's, he, isn't he locked he's up? He's under contract. He's locked up he? next seven years. I think after 2018, he has an opt-out after 2018. Um, I, I don't know with, with the with the comments. I know he's not getting along well with uh, Dennis Eckersley up there. Uh, <laughs> he got a little bit of issues. So I don't know if the if the I doubt Boston will look to move him, and I doubt anybody will want to take that contract given some of the injuries this year he's dealt with. If you're um, a Boston Red Sox fan, whose side are you on, Dennis Eckersley or David Price in that little feud? Yeah, I mean David Price is clearly. The jerk in this scenario, I think so. Uh, but Dennis Eckersley wasn't. I mean, it's not like that. Like he, his heyday was with the Athletics, right? Like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. So maybe Athletic fans certainly have the back of Eckersley, and most people outsiders had the back of Eckersley. I mean, he played but for it, Boston. He did, but he wasn't like a superstar with Boston, right? He had but his best years. He's with still athletics. a guy they all respect. Sure, but and you usually fans usually tend to, you know. But it was also cheer the, for the players. But it was also, but it was also some of his teammates that had an issue with it as well. With David Price or with Eckersley? With David Price, yeah. and how David Price addressed it. Well, I thought people applauded when he made his comment when he bashed so. Eckersley. I thought no, there was some when he went by off players? Eckersley. Oh yeah, by players. I thought I read the other. By the what? way, David Price's nickname jersey, Astro's dad. He has a dog named Astro. Oh, and and, apparently, uh, and he, he, apparently he birthed him. And apparently that is all he talks to the media about when they ask him questions. He answers them all about his dog. 
Nice well, guy there. On the good news, I, I had a lot of reasons to like. I don't like Chris Sale. I think the whole um, cutting up jerseys, being a stick figure, um, throwing <laughs> at throwing at Oriole players, um, all those things made me not like Chris Sale. And he plays for Boston, which is great. Now I have even more reasons to not like David Price. And we were concerned, right, with the leaving of guys like David Ortiz, A Rod. Who can we hate next? Right. Uh, David Price and Chris Sale are going to be around for a while with Boston, and and they're doing their part. So good i can hate them yeah i'm happy about it actually has the comparison been made for the orioles fan base if an orioles pitcher were to uh have a public feud with like jim palmer how will we feel about that it depends who the pitcher is <laughs> uh i mean and then it also depends we, we don't what have the anyone like says. david price to compare as right. yeah, like the orioles would have to like, have a high price cy young candidate yeah and, and it also depends what he says is he attacking jim palmer on his claim of never never throwing a grand slam well i mean jim, <laughs> i mean what, what's the argument here well, well jim palmer does not shy away from criticizing oh no no that's what i like jim, about him jim palmer has been awesome the past month so it's not it's not out of the wrong possibility to think that a pitcher would be offended like if he came if he commented on, on the podcast every week and was as critical towards me as he was towards some of these pitchers right. i would have something to say to jim but, palmer but, sure. but the oriole pitchers would have to be good first I think his, his criticism right. is well deserved. I can't. I, yeah, I can't say anything. Like, they're not good. I don't know what to say to that. You're right. They need to be good first. You are in the Hall of Fame, and these guys, none of them will be. Yeah. But there's certainly, when you're a Hall of Fame pitcher like Jim Palmer, especially being in Baltimore, you can kind of say whatever you want, and no one can say anything to you. Sure. Right? And he's Oriole through and through. He never played for another team. Yeah. Hey, I got some uh, some local breaking news for you, Matt. Might hit hit close to home for you. We need a breaking news button on this yeah, we show. Do need a We've had like news. so many hits. Kill it. I mean, we we announced the Ravens Redskins score. <laughs> We're uh-huh. just all over the all over the breaking news. What's next with the breaking news? This is actually breaking news yeah. as, as of this moment. Kevin Plank, CEO of Under, Under Armour, just yeah. announced that he is stepping down uh, from President Trump's American Manufacturing Council. Well, there uh, there's a bunch of people stepping down right. from that. Oh my gosh, but, Josh. But that's the Baltimore Josh, local shut guy. Up. Do you hear what Josh just did? Made it politics? No, no, you said, said stepping down. Kevin Plank is stepping oh, yeah. down. Yeah. I, uh, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> wait like, for uh, it? Uh, As then he's stepping down it from Under Armour. Uh-huh, which know. is not true. No. Oh my no, gosh. I just wanted to mess with you since I know you're an Under Armour guy. Yeah, I'm an Under Armour guy. And I just saw it pop up on that Twitter screen behind you. Um a couple people are commenting in the chat room about the we're talking Ravens. Yeah. About the, the signing of Thaddeus Lewis, which, by the way, first yeah. of all, big fan of Thaddeus. Of Thaddeus. Love um, that. The name? The name Thaddeus. Yeah, not the player. The name. Oh, I don't know anything about the player. But the but name, the yeah. Thaddeus is, is a solid uh-huh. name. Uh, but he goes by Thad, which if you but, have a name like Thaddeus, why would you ever go by Thad? Yeah. If he was wearing a, a jersey, do you think his nickname would be Thad? How lame is that? Thaddeus is a cool name. But why would you? Why not Kaepernick? You want to? You want to? <laughs> why, why is that Lewis and why Cap and why uh, not Kaepernick? Josh, uh, I'm gonna guess. Let's just. I'm gonna guess what Josh is thinking here. Oh boy, I'm thinking Josh thinks that they signed Thad Lewis and not Colin Kaepernick because he was always about the money, and Josh thinks they didn't want to pay Colin Kaepernick the money nah. when they could ch- sign Thad Lewis for minimum wage. I think. Is, I, is that your take? I think money, and I think the fact of. It's a style of play, and and I think that no one wants I, to be involved with Kaepernick and his girlfriend. I don't think it's style of play, and I don't think it's Colin Kaepernick and the girlfriend. I think you're you're, you're signing a third string guy. Colin right. Kaepernick isn't a third string right. guy. The truth he is, he wants I to think, make money. He wants to right. be a quarterback. The truth is, I think the only way you sign Kaepernick is if Flacco's not coming back yeah. early. Yeah, and from what they're and, saying, and if you don't like Ryan Mallett, 
Right. I do think Ryan Mount's a guy. Right. And what, from what they're saying, and I, but I see, I don't think Kaepernick's even a backup guy because I think the style of play is so different. Than I don't Flacco. think. I think the style of play's fine. I think it transitions fine. He can throw from the pocket. I don't think that's a big deal. He's not RG three. He's not Tim Tebow. I think he can well, throw from the pocket. Why don't you go out there with one of those protest signs? Protest for the Ravens not signing Kaepernick. I don't want to be that guy. Not going to be that guy. No. You do you believe the uh, Ravens? No, if Ryan Mallett is our starting quarterback week one, I might protest. Right, which brings me, do you believe the Ravens when they say Flacco will not play in the preseason or practice, but he's going to start week one? Yeah, I, I hope so. I'll, I'll be calling for Colin Kaepernick once Flacco throws his first interception <laughs> in week one against the Cincinnati Bengals, his first of three interceptions in that game. I'll tell you what, the way this, and, and we haven't talked much about the Ravens, but the Dallas Lewis is the most recent injury. That offensive line is going to be... That's right now. It's in shambles. Yeah, that offense. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to. I, I if I was Joe Flacco, I'm milking that injury for how it's worth because I don't want to go back there behind that offensive right. line because you're He's just going to get crushed. Hurt. He's yeah. going to get crushed. Yeah, the team that wins the Sign, Super Bowl this Kaepernick, year will be the team that stays healthy. Because all everybody, I mean, the Ravens are getting it bad, but it's all across the league. Why? But it seems like the Ravens get this bad every offseason. No, this offseason is bad. And we're talking season-ending injuries, right? We're up to like seven I mean, guys. We, yeah. Well, yeah, we lost like three guys before we even had a practice. Yeah. The uh, the Buffalo Bills just traded uh, Sammy Watkins for Jordan Matthews. And now Jordan Matthews has a, a cracked sternum or something. It, yeah. I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's a dangerous world out there, boys and girls. It's a hard-hitting game. What are you going to do? Yeah. That's why they get paid the big bucks. And then you watch. Not as big as baseball players or basketball players. Uh, but. What, what, what was going through your mind, guys, when you saw uh, Bryce Harper, speaking of injuries? Step on that first <laughs> it, it, base. Josh did the happy dance. I, 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 Josh, you did not. Here's what I did. I laughed at his hair and his hat getting in his face so he couldn't see as he's falling. Oh, that's, that's what makes that's him what cool. That's what I laugh at. Josh, you, that's you don't know that, anything about cool. Those are the things that irritate me about Bryce Harper. Okay, but that every I, I'm, but, every person's first see, reaction was, I think, as an oral fan, everyone thought first of Manny Machado, right? Yeah, that's, and the knee. Manny Machado like, going to first. When like, you see that leg thing. you see the wobble. Yeah. It isn't, Been there, done that. It is an interesting discussion now about why they haven't changed bases in 50 years. And why is it such a slick thing? Why do you have to step up on a base? Why is a base not flush oh, and flat? I, I think they have changed. Haven't they become a lot harder in the last 50 years? Like I feel like 50 years ago yeah, they were I, just I, yeah, soft like, bags. Sandbags. I, I guess they've gotten harder, but now they haven't grown with technology where other things in baseball And, and some would say the, sand, uh, the little bags, sandbags, were a lot better than these right. hard yeah. Right, bases. especially for absorbing rain. Yeah. Or whatever, because they they're slick, and you see these injuries. So but it should be like sandpaper, rough, so that when it does drizzle a little bit, they don't turn into a slip and slide. Right, or why why not just a flat base like home plate? Because then the because the, you need the first baseman or all the infielders need to be able to feel the slide your foot across against it. it. Yeah. yeah, and what about like even second base, like sliding into second base? It's hard to keep that right. You'll slide right through it if there's not something that sticks up. Yeah. Or like How when you're sliding right, into right. home and you feel something foam. Sliding into home and you feel something foam? Diarrhea. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, even. When you're sliding into third and you think you made a turd, diarrhea. I'm not making this up. This is a thing, right? <laughs> no, it's, hey, not a, it's not a thing. Chat room, help me out. It's not a thing. It's not a thing at all. <laughs> when you're sliding into second and you feel something beckon. Oh, man. Do we have enough show here? Can, can, can we get out of here? Hey, uh, let's just touch on. Uh, uh, we didn't oh. get any reviews, but we were featured in the Baltimore Sun. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for bringing that, that up. Yeah, thank you, Baltimore Sun. That was cool. There was they did a publication called "Podcasts with Baltimore Ties That Aren't Serial," 
And uh, we were in there uh, along with our friends over at Bird's Eye View. Yeah, it shout out to Bird's Eye View. It wasn't really a countdown. No, it wasn't a ranking. It was just no. a, here's like 10 podcasts. There were 18 of them, out. but we were ninth. And they were 14th, so <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. It wasn't a ranking, but, but <laughs> we were five spots higher. Right. They said, uh, the there, was, was, there was a picture of us and not a picture of you guys. Yeah, sure. It was, well, it was, no, did Birds Eye View not, not have a picture of themselves? No, they had a picture of a bunch of Orioles butts. They um, had, uh, but the picture they used was right. of Matt and Josh. Yeah, from years ago. At the old studio. So I wasn't in the picture. It wasn't from the new studio. So they should have hit us up. You know, we could have provided them. We, I mean, it wasn't a professional photo. If only we had professional photos taken a few months ago, they could have used one of those. Right. Our, just our, saying. Right. <laughs> right. That is true. Our, our cover art is a better photo than that. And and their write-up about us says Matt Soroka, Josh Soroka, and Burt Road are all in on Baltimore sports and all things adjacent, which sounds about right, right? Because we cover Baltimore sports, yeah, and, and, we, uh, and we also cover the adjacent. We were all in, in the adjacent today. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about, sounds about right. right. By, by the way, Matt, my last name is pronounced Rody. Ah, Rody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should know that by now, right? Uh, Rody, but it looks R-O-D-E. Are it sure? does look like Road. <laughs> I get it all just the time. Just like Road. So most of the time, I just say Road just to avoid the... Uh, confusion it's like when you say oh i'm from baltimore but i'm really from parkville it's yeah. easier just to say baltimore yeah. like when you want someone like someone has to spell roadie for whatever reason yeah you just i was say right. burt roadie r-o-d-e yeah yeah it's like part of my vernacular just say like burt rodeo without the o without the o yeah there you go yeah. all right why is it time to kick over the intern howdy please say yes, yes. time to kick it to, to our world's worst intern with thoughts Fun facts, corrections, and he just showed up analyses. So, the last Oral to win the Cy Young was who did you say, Matt? Jim Palmer. I said it wasn't Eric. No, Kinnard. I think it's the the, the said reliever, it was Mike Cassina. Oh, the Mike relief Cassina. pitcher, uh, uh, Stan. Steve Stone in 1980. Steve Stone. I knew it was oh, that. Was he Stone. went 25-7. Wow. Yeah. And the year before Shout that, another Oriole also won the Cy Young Award. It was Jim Flanagan. Or Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan? <laughs> Jim Palmer? You are correct. It's Mike Flanagan. <laughs> Mike Palmer. I'm back. <laughs> the intern's back, baby. He's the worst. Good job, bro. <laughs> but uh, so last year, Joey Rickards' defensive war was negative 1.1, and this year it's 0.6. So That's it's an improvement. Grown. Yeah. That it's grown by 1.7 games. That's basic math. <laughs> and I looked up the Game of Thrones night. It is just certain sections. Uh, there are two sections. One's available for $65 and $45, except no longer because it's sold out. Oh, wow. Good for them. People really like that stupid shit. I think they should do a bachelorette night and have and have certain sections be the fantasy suite section. Absolutely. I'm in. <laughs> are you in? Would you go to the fantasy suite with me, Bert, in, in, at Camden Yards? Are you proposing it to me? <laughs> Is this a proposal? I don't have a rose on me, but... Good job, bro. <laughs> but uh, it turns out that they're giving away an Adam Jones The Watcher shirt, which means that he watches the wall. Like the the watcher on wall. the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the NBA starts in sixty-three days. I'm out. Ever, <laughs> <laughs> It's finally base basketball season. <laughs> basketball is back. <laughs> When's the next Ravens preseason game? This Thursday. Thursday, Miami. In Miami. oh, do we get to see Jay Cutler? Yeah, Maybe they're saying like the they're saying drive. it could be his uh, first appearance as a Dolphin. Oh, interceptions! Let's go. Let's go <laughs> for his one pass. Are you going down to to the game, Bert? Are you, you going to drive down? You no chance. Come on, Mister Miami. Okay. I'm not even going to Baltimore for any of the Ravens games this year. Well, no one goes to Baltimore. It's scary. 
That's why the Orioles games don't sell exactly. out. Exactly. Anyway. No, the Ravens don't have attendance issues because this is a football town. Don't you know that, Josh? <laughs> they have no attendance issues because it's a football town. A football right. town, yep. So, football town with a football problem. <laughs> Whatever that means. All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening uh, to this another successful edition of Pod did, 229. Did you guys watch the 30 for 30 on Dunbar? Not yet. We haven't talked about that yet. No, I want to watch it. Let's not talk about it. Right. Spoilers. Yeah. Watch it. Watch it. It was really good. We'll watch it, and we'll talk about it next week. All right. I think it was on the same time as a preseason game, so I couldn't watch both. Oh, it was. That's what I did. Way better my choice rather than preseason football. Then what? What did you watch? I watched the 30 for 30 but oh, oh. Dunbar High. It was on at the same time as yeah. the Ravens game? Yeah. Apparently. I don't think it actually was. No, maybe not. Because I think it was on a Tuesday. But it was on last And that was on a Thursday, so yeah. no. It, it maybe it maybe I DVR'd it, and I watched it on Thursday. There you go. Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter. We would appreciate an iTunes review. So go ahead and go to iTunes and write yeah. a review. You give us a review, I'll read it n- next week. Or one of us will. Even yeah. As long as it's not that uh, Slipper and Snake yeah. review. R- write us an iTunes review and throw in some like Classic. Ba- tough baseball player names that Josh would have to pronounce. That could be entertaining. Yeah. Or just or just some what the nickname jersey should say. No. If you're new to the show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Section 336 Show. We do Instagram sometimes at Section 336 Show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of my to thing to say, Bert. Right? I was about I, to, I, I, you I was always about mess to say it up. that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at Section 336 The Show. I, I mean, I think tell, tell a friend. We need uh, some help. Tell a friend. We'll be back next Tuesday, 7:30 Facebook Live. All right. Well, um, we're just gonna finish this without him. <laughs> Matthew? If you guys need me, I'll be over here, okay? If you need me, just let me which, know. Which, which one of us is going to say, let's go? <laughs> go ahead. Your turn, Matt. You got it. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. At Section336. You can follow Bert on Twitter. At Bert Road. And you can follow Josh on Twitter. <laughs> At Josh Soroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches. <laughs> <laughs>